let's talk. We sat up there and did, I made her do love language tests and, yeah, we did a lot of stuff. oh, you know, just a lot of stuff to really connect and, and get to know each other. Um, yeah, so I think was, at the time we couldn't go out. Yeah. Even, there was no going out. So every time we, every time we got to spend together, we spent it doing things inside mm-hmm. that made us get to know each other. Yeah. Playing like question games and stuff. What's up everybody. And welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black LGBTQIA individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined today by some very special guests. We got Ashley and Jordan Hodge. Y'all tell tell the people who y'all are. And we are Happily Ever Hodge on Instagram. Uh, We're Ashley and Jordan on YouTube. YouTube, yeah. Yeah, man. I've I've watched. I I got caught up with y'all content, so I had a seen the coming out story. I seen the how we met story. So you know, we gonna talk a little bit about it. Um, when when did you guys start on your platform? So with Instagram, that started actually a year after our engagement. Yeah, I was just like, you know, our pictures are so cute, and I'm just so in love. Like, let's start an Instagram. Like, let's do this. (laughs) So. You know, just put up our engagement photos and I think maybe some other photos I put up and then Ashley like kind of took it over from that point. Because yeah. yeah, I'm not really that big on social media. <laughs> I'm not the social media person, you know, I'm getting into it now. But yeah, she took over it then. But a year after our engagement is when we started. Yeah. You too. When we start that started after that in October recently. October last year. Yeah. It was after, after we got married yeah nice yeah honeymoon i think that was our first video yeah Yeah. okay okay nice and um so after after just posted those pictures you guys just kept it going yeah yeah we just kept going just kept it going um and watch it grow yeah Yeah, posted our stuff you know whenever we get cute and going out i'm like okay make sure we take a picture for the people (laughs) right um after the honeymoon and I was like well let's start the blogging thing like I'm a talker I love talking I love showing people what we do so let's go ahead and do this so that's when we started YouTube and pushing out the videos nice no it's dope I think like what you guys are doing is is nice just showing a different representation of you know another um you know lesbian couple that's normal you know thriving going to work getting up every day paying bills you right. know, going exactly. on vacation, living life. So I think any type of living your life. That's right. Any positive representation in that way is amazing. Um, but let's go back to the beginning. Uh, you know, when for both of you guys, um, you know, what was the journey of like, you know, coming out or letting people in, um, in terms of like, you know, your families and, and stuff like that, uh growing up, you know, with whoever wants to start can start. You want to go first on that? <laughs> sure. Um, so for me, um, just with my lifestyle and just my sexuality and whole, I've always been pretty open, pretty the type of person like, look, this is me. Like, this is how I was made. I can't help who I am. So I'm just going to live loud and proud. Um, I did grow up deep in the church, my whole mom's side, ministers, deacons, pastors, things like that. So 
it was like four days a week in church, choir practice, praise dance practice, like all of that, like really deep into it. Um, so I would say probably around middle school, maybe even early as elementary, I knew that I liked women, like girls was attracted to them, but couldn't really describe that feeling um, of what it was. Just knew I was attracted to them. Hey, they're pretty, let me be your friend type of thing. Um, yeah. But you know, more high school, I got a girlfriend and long story short, she had to live with us. My mother didn't know she was my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> but she ended up living with us. And I'm like, well, I definitely can't let my mom know now. I can't come out now. So I'm going to wait. Fast forward to college, get a girl, fall deeply in love. And we're like, well, we're going to come out at the same time. Um, come out to my mom and, you know, she didn't take it the best at the time, but she did let me know that, you know, she loved me. It's okay. You know, um, I think she still in that point was like, it's still a phase type of thing was waiting for me to get over the phase and whatnot. But, um, you know, fast forward to now she's okay with it. You know, she loves Ashley. She understands that, you know, Jordan's just going to be Jordan. She's going to, you know, live her life. So that's fine. Um, my friends, it never was an issue. They always accept me for who I was. So yeah, that's kind of like my little coming out story. Nice. <laughs> All right, for me, man, it's it's hard talking about coming out story. Um, I'm I've never really told it before. And cause you're from where? Where are you from? Besides telling her, I've never publicly. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Yeah. So I I've never really told anybody my story. I think it's hard telling my story because of what I went through. Um, I, I was not accepted by my parents. I still don't. They still don't accept me for being gay. Um, they accept, they don't accept us being married, but I think my mom has now come around a little bit and she started talking to her a little bit more. And we have, she hasn't met her yet and she wants to meet her. So we go from there. But telling my coming out story is kind of hard. I'm, I was trying to record my video and I recorded it about four or five times. And it's it's really hard for me to tell it because of the situation that I'm, I'm, I'm going through with my parents. And, you know, I didn't want to make them look bad to the public yeah, and yeah. from an island and nobody really accepting it down there. It's kind yeah. of Yeah, this. respect, no, respect that. You know, I, I think that's understood, right? Like that's totally understood. So it was hard and still working through it. We got it and, you know, yeah. we're gonna respect that. And uh, exactly. yeah, we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna respect that. Um, And I, I'm, you know, my prayers are with you and I'm sure that, you know, with time, they'll, they'll, they'll come around. It'll, it'll be better. The bridge will continue to be built. So, um, that happens. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but how was it you, you, you're from the Virgin Islands. Like how was, how was growing up there just in terms of like, you know, queer culture in general, I know your parents, uh, you, you had that, you, that's a situation, but were there gay people in the Virgin Islands? Like, I probably, no, no, I probably know about two people the most. And now they talk too much, too bad about, you know, gay. And most of everybody don't they know each other. So it's like a family oriented island. And um, they're all churchgoers. So they all talk about it and they talk about it bad. So I never really came out until I got to college and I realized, you know what, I got to love me and live for me. They already live their own life. I told my mom, you live your life how many years now? And it's time for me to live mine. So I decided to move and I'm living freely. Yeah. Yeah, no respect, you know, and the the truth is that sometimes that's what we have to do, right? Or, yeah. you know, we find ourselves in difficult situations, you know, people 
commit suicide or don't figure out a way to to cope with it and deal with that situation and it sometimes it's just moving away is the answer you know so uh, much respect much respect so um you guys are newlyweds um coming up on your one-year anniversary this year um I want to talk a little bit about dating though um before because you're newlyweds and one of the things I want to help people get is the process of finding somebody today like how yeah. challenging that is like walking through it I've been in a relationship for 13 years so I I, I can't yeah. help them but you guys are newlyweds right. so you know you guys were just recently kind of uh, settled into your relationship um what was it like dating in you know, 18, 19, 17, like those years, what was that like? Man, that was difficult. Okay. (laughs) Like I literally was just telling her last night, like, I'm so thankful I caught mine because man, that, that couple years span of being like single, single, not in a situationship, not, you know, whatever with somebody was hard. Um, in Atlanta, it's tough. I'm sure other places, but in Atlanta specifically, it's tough. It's a lot of scammers out here. It's a lot of um, people that's, you know, hobo, you know, phobic. They they want to get in a relationship to have somewhere to live. <laughs> so um, that was that was difficult. Um, I did go on like dating sites and stuff like that, apps, dating apps, Tinder and POF and things like that. But um, it, it was tough for me. And before Ashley, I was like in a situationship for, um, sad to say like four years, it was, it was a long time and it was a really tough, um, situation because it's like, I didn't know, um, if I could move on and then, you know, dating other people while they were dating other people, it was just a confusing type of situation. So, um, dating was hard, hard for me. Yeah. (laughs) For me, dating wasn't hard. I, I I think, I don't think I ever been single. Um, player, player. (laughs) <laughs> I can't him, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, cause we are, like I said, I just I moved here in 2018, so I was yeah. living down there, and yeah, you just I date people. I've been in long term relationships with people. Um, I, I didn't have a hard time dating. I, dating for me was pretty good. Uh, besides, when I moved here, I moved here in in a relationship, and I've been with that person for the whole time I was here, and it it just became rough it was it was really rough it became very toxic and you know that I we broke up but I stayed I stayed in the house I stayed there um only because I didn't want to break the lease and it, it was easier um mm-hmm. it's expensive yeah so yeah it was easier to stay where you <laughs> that know two month rent at the end of that that's that's tough <laughs> yeah yeah and it was easier to stay where I was comfortable even though I wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't together you know, and then um, some one of my coworkers, because I was a police officer, and one of my coworkers told me about this internet stuff, and I went on the internet and I, what was it Tinder and found her, and we clicked from there. Yeah, so I, I, I haven't been single. I, I've been shoot, been in relationships for a while. Yeah, I want to um, Jordan, go back to so I watched how you, how we met story. There was something you said in there that I want to kind of dissect a little bit um with you you and Ashley you and Ashley getting together like I think it was with the third second or third day when she wanted to meet you oh yeah and you were like yo like you doing uh, a lot 
and yeah. you you identified it as like a red flag mm-hmm. how do you know like the difference between like somebody who really like you and they like they might be coming on a little strong but like they're genuine and somebody who really is like no like you're like it's a red flag because the dating like especially lesbians right it moves fast um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but there is that like somebody who's really interested in you and then there's people who just like you're just doing too much like in your dating experience like how how have you been able to figure out like what the difference is um that that is a good question I feel like like you said with in our community it's just full speed you know what I mean hit the ground running with stuff you meet somebody you get the feels and you're just like <laughs> oh this is it but I think at least with Ashley it was like a lot it was coming on strong at first and I was just like like no I got a child I'm just trying to have fun you know type of thing but um just really to get to know that person more have genuine conversations with them don't you know I didn't rush into anything with people and to meeting people that just wasn't my thing um, to do so just having those genuine conversations um, with them and, and finding out their intentions feeling their energy finding out what their true intentions are um, so that you don't just move into something based off of emotion and feelings right in that moment she lied I think she only trusted me because I was a police officer uh, no, <laughs> that that helps I'm sure I had to get away with things so I, that, that helps I'm sure <laughs> No, I was just getting to know you better. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you being a police officer at first. It was. It was a little love bombing situation for me at first. I'm like, um, woman, woman. I don't know you, <laughs> police or not. <laughs> like, let's yeah. let's get to know each other. Let's chill. Let's see what you know each of us are looking for first type of thing. So, but she did meet me though, right? I did. She did. She met you. And and actually for you, how much of that is like just I imagine like culturally, it's just like you're just a welcoming, like you're because you you grew up in a family environment. Like if I just want to know you, like I just it didn't even feel weird to you to even do that. You was just like, this is just how I do. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't weird to me. It wasn't weird to me. I I thought that if we're gonna talk, why not we see each other? You know. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I think that the talking on the phone thing or not meeting me was like that was a red flag for me because it's like is she yeah. uh catfishing me? Right, Why are you right. trying to meet me? So okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting, like just the interpretation, because especially when you're getting to know somebody, you don't know them, like you don't know what their intentions are. And like we all come to situations with like preconceived notions or like our own interpretations of what things mean. So I just wanted to highlight that with you guys, like how different that was but what it what it meant to both of y'all was different just based on like your experiences so I I wanted to just kind of highlight that um so online dating like these these (laughs) see the style it out (laughs) (laughs) okay with that not to dig into it too much because I think we all can agree that it's just a crazy situation. Like it's just a crazy, you know, wild time. What is one thing that you would share as a as a piece of advice for people who are dating online right now? Should I, I ain't date much online, so. <laughs> well, um, I think my advice would be to, like I said earlier, just feel the person out. Don't, you know, I'm a very analytical person. It's what I do for work. So I just, think that way all the time um and and just get to know that person don't feel like you have to rush don't feel like 
oh, you know, I just need somebody and I have to rush type of thing. So just take your time. Everything will flow genuinely. That's what happened with me and her. Um, even though I saw what I thought was red flags, it was just cultural difference. Yeah. Just, you know, things like that. Um, and then I quickly saw how genuine she was, how we connected. We had the right, you know, the same intentions and things like that. So you really just have to have, I guess, a discernment for people and just um, yeah. reading, reading them and, and yeah. finding out their intentions. Being aware. Know, and be safe, you know, it's, it's yeah, be yeah. aware. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's good. So now you guys are together and you guys got together. You formed your relationship in COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how was that? I mean, you know, lockdown, I think Atlanta probably was one of the first places that was a little open before the world was open, but in a, in a whole pandemic, you guys like formed a, you know, this strong relationship, got married in the whole nine. How was that for you guys? Like, what was that from when, um, Ashley, when you got out of your old situation to you guys move full steam ahead, walk me through that. See, I don't think we didn't have a pandemic um, situation where we were on lockdown because I was a police officer. You, so yeah, we, so you still I have never that. got to be at home. Uh, it was not yeah. that for us. So I think we did pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I would say um, just to piggyback off of that, she was a police officer. So she did, you know, first responder. She had to be, be out there. So we weren't really experiencing that situation where we're in the house together 24 mm -hmm. seven type of thing, which I'm kind of thankful for because <laughs> that would have, who knows, yeah. a new relationship. A plus, yeah, it's a lot, you know, even with us not being um, locked down, so to say, it was still a lot, you know, um, her having to figure out that situation and then us moving in, engaged and, you know, every kind of move fast paced. So, um, but on the upside of things, I feel like it did help us get to know each other very well, very well yeah. um, to connect with each other, just have that time where, hey, when you're not at work, we got to be together. Let's connect. Let's talk. We sat up there and did, I made her do love language tests and, yeah, we did a lot of stuff oh, you know, just a lot of stuff to really connect and, and get to know each other. Yeah, um, so I think was, at the time we couldn't go out. Yeah. You know, there was no going out. So every time we every time we got to spend together we spent it doing things inside mm -hmm. that made us get to know each other yeah playing like question games and stuff yeah. like that diving deep into our childhood telling each other about things so um on the upside it really did help us to connect and get to know each other more so yeah when and i think maybe maybe three months in we had our first big fight i would say we did yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't know if that's soon or is that soon? <laughs> three months a little, a little late, but yeah, no. not regular. Yeah, was it was it over something small? Mm -mm. <laughs> it was over that situation. What well, is it? That no, that's a that's a that's valid. Yeah, yeah, it's valid. To, you got to get to it. Yeah, I had to work through that. I had to, you know, I had like I said, gotten out of situation shit where that person lied, 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 like got engaged on me in that situation ship. Um, so it was, my trust was like at a 1% level. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm just like, you know, I know it's your ex. I know you say y'all trying to get this lease together, but what's really going on? Like, are you really on the couch, you know, type of thing. So, um, and, yeah, and you believe me. I did. I did. It, it just, yeah, she was, she was, she was on hundred, not, not her, but the, the girl. 
Yeah, that was a tough situation. We went through yeah. it really early in the relationship because of that, to be honest. Yeah, that was yeah. a tough situation to get through, deal with her ex and, and loosen those ties that she had there. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. at first, I, I think she didn't believe the fact that I was going to move out because I was still there until when the lease was up, I was gone. And yeah, I proved I proved her right. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you stood by your word. You said you 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 yeah, were gonna do it and you did it. Word. That's all people yeah. are looking yeah. for, really. Not at the end of the day, exactly, exactly. It was scary, you know, to to give that much trust up front, but it paid off. And yeah, in the end, yeah. Well, shout out to you, Jordan, because a lot of people would be able to do it. So that's <laughs> I know it. I know Listen, to you. We had some hard times. A lot mm-hmm. of. She sent me home saying she can't do it, but yeah, we, yeah. We, she, we was able to stick through it. So yeah, that's what's up. And now you guys are married. Yeah. Um. So when when did you guys get, get engaged? July. In July 2020. Ju- July 2020. Yeah. yeah. July 12th. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, so that was six, is that six, six months in? Seven months six, in. Seven months yeah. in. And you both felt ready. I was honestly nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. I just never saw myself getting married. That was one thing. And then the second thing, it was fast paced. Um, you know, so yeah, I was, I was nervous. I thought I was gonna have a long engagement. It didn't happen like that, but <laughs> yeah, I was nervous. She was, how did you feel? No, I was nervous. I was ready. Ready? Yeah. All the way, all the way in. Huh? Yeah. And, and, um, for, because I want to, I want to drill home the fact that like time is, not really you know people say like oh you got to wait xyz amount of time but i think there are times when you know right like yeah. if and if you've been through fun. like you've dissected and talked about and worked through a whole lot of stuff up front you had those serious conversations you've seen people through different seasons then yeah. seven months is okay yeah yeah so yeah. And, and because yeah, your and hesitation like, wasn't you- your hesitation wasn't rooted in like distrust it just was you had a perception of your life that wasn't that was marriage yeah. exactly and, and I have the perception of, 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 of as a child I always wanted to get married so and I felt like I found a one so why not propose to the girl see if we could even if we had stayed had a long engagement I just wanted to be with her yeah that's what it was yeah. for me yeah well you guys engaged for like a year right yes yeah. Yeah. yeah a little over a year we got married in August of 21 Mm-hmm. and for your so the process of like that year getting leading up to the the wedding um what were those conversations like obviously uh Ashley with your family were there people you talked to about it and like yeah just kind yeah. of respected whatever their position was and then obviously uh Jordan same thing for you yeah so I I had conversations with my mom I listened to her talk and she she said she wasn't coming um, I did invite my dad as well, and he said he wasn't coming, so we went from there. So none of my immediate family was there. Um, my sisters and them was coming, but because my, my sister and brother was coming, but my brother was having a baby at the time, so he decided that he would stay with his wife. And my sister was going to come, but I think because of COVID and lockdown, they weren't able to come because of that. And But my mom, she was not going to come at all, so they, they were not going to come, my parents. Um, yeah, for me, just... First of all, the, with marriage, um, I, I have a cousins like my sister. She's been married for like 14 years or something like that. So I did talk 
her express like, you know, do you think I'm moving too fast? What do you think? Um, you know, whatnot. And, you know, had those conversations with her. She's like, look, nobody can tell you when you're ready, but you, if you feel ready, don't worry about the time. You know, if you know that you guys are in love, you guys have had those conversations. And um, I think you said earlier, seeing each other through those seasons, we, we seen each other down, you know, broke, yeah. we seen each other high, we, you know, we went through those things together. So um, I did have my cousin to talk to about, you know, the marriage piece of it. And then with my family coming, it, it took a while for them to come around to actually, you know, coming to the wedding and, and representing me at the wedding because of their religious beliefs. Um, but my immediate family did come at the end of the day. I did have um, some family members that let me know they're not able to support it. They still love me, which was fine. You know, I, I can only respect their beliefs and, and everything like that. But I am thankful that my immediate family did come and this support me at the end of the day. Yeah. And they, they supported both of us. Yeah, Ashley they, they too. They definitely loved me. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had a great time. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nah, that suit was fly, Ash. That's that burgundy was like, <laughs> oh, that was sharp, yo. That was dope. She came up with the theme of nude. And and one thing we know we liked the most was that the whole guests were nude. Yeah. With shades of new shades of brown so mm -hmm. um good no that's awesome um so for atlanta is a the interesting place um are you both when uh you from journey you're from atlanta right um i'm from fort lauderdale raised i came to atlanta in 07 so i've been here a while oh, wow yeah. yeah yeah and you just got there recently uh ash a couple years ago yeah, 2018. Yeah. And how do you guys feel like, probably more you, Jordan, but how do you feel like the uh, the gay scene in Atlanta has grown since, you know, back in 07? Mm -hmm. I would say um, it's much more party now. Maybe I need to venture out more, but even then that was okay with me, right? But now I'm older, it's like, I wish we had more of a mature scene um, here, but back in the day, man, it was a thing. Go to Piedmont on Sundays, <laughs> Thursday through Sunday, you got something to do. You know, you can party, you can meet people, things like that. It's cool. Um, but now, Piedmont on Sundays, I think so. But now I think it's more um, still that way. It's just very party light here in Atlanta. Um, so we just still trying to build our community and, and find, you know, couples to hang with and things like that um, to do more things in our age range, things that we like to do. We don't want to be in a club every other weekend. We got yeah. a child. We can't do that. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult here. You know, if you want to come here to party, you got it. But for us mature people, it's a little, little harder. A little right. Harder. What, um. Speaking of your son, uh, what kind of conversations do you have with him or have you had with him about, you know, you, you know, your, your relationship and, um, has that been a thing at all with him? How old is he? He's five. He's five. Mm -hmm. He's five. So we, we have had conversations with him, um, um, because it, I, it felt kind of forced, um, my child's father, was not the happiest with this relationship and it was a thing where my son would be coming home saying things that I know was only put in his ear type of thing so I, I had to you know sit down and have those conversations look I know you may have heard 
man and woman only, but you know, love is love. And, you know, I've had that conversation with him um, that, you know, whoever you love is just who you love and those type of things, you know, we can't help and that's okay. You know, you have a mother and a father, but you also have another parent now, a bonus parent who loves you as well. And you're lucky. A lot of kids don't have that, you know, so I just say the those type of things to him, reassure him that, you know, his father is always going to be in his life. No one is replacing that. And he just has yeah. a bonus parent. Yeah. Yeah. No, he loves, yeah, he loves him from <laughs> Ashley. Listen, all day long. It's <laughs> Ashley. Can I, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley is no mommy. It's Ashley now. Yes. Oh it drives me crazy. He calls my name a lot. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Ashley, Ashley, Ashley yeah. <laughs> all day long. No, that's good. Um, how do you, uh, balance that like do you have conversations with his father about like boundaries and like let's try to you know navigate that because Mm -hmm. sometimes you know the other parent may or may not be in the picture but because you have to manage both scenarios um and raise your Mm -hmm. child with like positive images and like try to reinforce that but fighting against you know whatever he may be hearing um from you know his father's side uh, do you talk to him like about boundaries and stuff like that? Um, honestly, we haven't gotten there yet. You know, pray for us. We're working progress. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> will. But you know, certain conversations in it, yeah. you know, especially with the wedding like that, he was just like, oh my God, up in arms about this wedding for some yeah. reason. So yeah, I, I have had to have conversations with, yeah, with my child's father about that um but being that jason's five and still growing up like we're we're getting yeah, there he's very we're young there. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah the train's yeah. moving on though for sure yeah and then for you ashley how do you um you know for for people who may be having the same sort of situation where you're coming into a relationship that has a child from a pre- previous situation um what have been some of the things that you've done to integrate yourself into the situation we have a great relationship um we we take him out. We do stuff with him. We just we we just have a great relationship. We don't do anything other than. But when it comes down to her and her, her, his dad, I don't get involved in that stuff. I let them raise their, let them make decisions. Yeah. Just we do. They do what they gotta do because they they're co-parenting. So I just allow her to co-parent with him, and we go from there. Yeah, but yeah. I would I would say that you know she meshes very well with Jace. Even from the beginning, she came in with that mindset of he's mine. Yeah. Like I'm with yeah. you. I know he comes you know, as a package deal with you. And she's always been that way. She never treated him as anything other than her own. Um, helps him with homework, get him dressed, haircuts if she needs to, if his dad's not able to. Like, she is really a parent. And, you know, that's one of the oh, things I love okay. and admire yeah. about her. Like, for, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible because I, I think, you know, that's just more of what we need to see you know just people coming in like i want the whole package you the kid everybody let's go we you know we a family you know pushing forward you know i was not gonna um, treat him any other because i want my a child of my own so i was always gonna treat him like he's my own yeah teaching him how to ride a bike yeah scooter i mean she is a parent so i i love that i love that everything that's my kid (laughs) <laughs> yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um so you you guys want to have t- children uh together yes yes, yes we do i'm gonna try for that girl i need that girl <laughs> yeah I, I want a girl yes yeah do uh do you guys care about like adopting or you know do you guys want them to be I, you want to carry that. 
she would love for me to carry. Yes, I, is, I want the experience. I don't want to. Uh, I mean, if we have no choice but to adopt, that we we would definitely do it. But mm-hmm. other than that, I feel like I want the experience of seeing my wife pregnant and taking care of her and doing all this different stuff. You know, that, that's the protector. You want to be big, big daddy. <laughs> but if, but if you can't have the baby, I would. I would definitely have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I love that because a lot of people are like like no, yeah. you know, about yeah. that. So, I don't want to. If I had to, I would, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't want my first choice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm scared about it, but if if I have to, I would. It's beautiful though. I think that, you know, if you can, you should experience it. Just being pregnant is beautiful. I love being pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) They're both like, no. If you like being pregnant, then you should do it. No. Uh, Do you want to do IVF? Uh, Ash, do you want it to be biologically yours? I, I would love that, but that's kind of expensive, right? Very. <laughs> I would like that. Yeah. That's what I would. Yeah, we, that's we, what we I would prefer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, yeah, it's it's a journey. It's definitely a conversation. Yeah, we we uh, you know, we've talked about that kind of stuff. We, you know, start with IUI and you know, work our way down. I don't care if the kids biologically related to me. I'm like it don't matter but my wife is like no we need to control half the genetics we need to understand <laughs> what half of this kid's gonna that's be so she's like because i know how i am so if, if the kid is like me i'll be able to manage that but we need to understand what this is <laughs> so exactly. she wasn't to be biologically related to us so i'm like all right cool well i guess you're carrying it then um good yeah. so in all of the experiences that you well actually um have you guys thought about your 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 one year anniversary like we have but we haven't listen that that (laughs) is a story in itself ashley okay we we kind of are we got scammed by a travel um yeah so we're going through it with our bank and with them trying to get our money back with that because we're supposed to be doing costa rica costa rica yeah for our one year so yeah, we get, she went MIA on us with, with all our money. So we're trying to figure it out now what we're going to do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It is yeah, crazy. We, we might have to switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I hope, I hope you guys are able to, to, to get that um, taken care of. Cause yeah, that's no fun. That's no fun. Yeah, but our, our, what we want to do is the islands or something for our one year for sure to yeah. go out the country somewhere. Yeah. That'd be dope. Costa Rica is pretty cool. Um, for valentine's day i think it was i don't know if it was this year or last year but jordan you actually did valentine's day for ashley mm-hmm. no that was so, this year. was it this year okay um yeah what because yeah, i did valentine's day last year you right 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 you did it last year yeah so what um and you talked about the stud being the one to kind of get taken care of mm-hmm. yeah how do you guys kind of balance that i obviously agree i think it's amazing to to take care of stuff so i mean you know i'm all for that but uh how do you guys kind of navigate that and like talk about like did you tell her like oh you know i got valentine's day this year like how does that conversation happen yeah that's basically what it was like i she does stuff for me all the time like um ever since we were together she brings me flowers on a you know often basis and just because gifts it's like i know I can't tell Ashley just in conversation that I want something because she's going to get it. Gonna, like, yeah. <laughs> she's just that type yeah. of person. So I'm like, you know what? 
for Valentine's, babe, I got it. Like, I want to treat you. You deserve to be, you know, showered as well. So that's kind of how it went. And um, in conversation, she had been telling me, oh, I never saw a live sports game. Oh, that would be nice. I would love to do that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Throwing it all it. out there. Sorry. Yeah. Manifest what you want. Manifest it. Manifesting it. All up and through there. So I'm like, okay, babe, I got you. So yeah, I surprised her with the hots game and dinner and a whole weekend full of stuff. And yeah, it was fun. It was. Yeah. And I think she felt love and showered on. So yeah, that was what I wanted to do. Yeah, I like her gifts because she knows there's a lot of things that I haven't done here. So yeah, I really like when she takes me out actually getting her those experiences <laughs> yeah no it's dope I, I love it I love it it's, it's definitely a balance and you know everybody contributing and and, and everybody being feeling appreciated major key major key um good man well we reached the end um two questions okay. first question is if you have a theme song for your life what is it a if you had song? a theme song for your life what would it be that is a good one you got me thinking I, I think- free that song i recently been playing free who's that by perry jones is the free it's a new song by perry jones it's, okay. it's a young girl I, I think i've been playing it yesterday and he was like are you okay that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the theme song ash the yeah, one she asked you if you was okay song. yeah because i was trying to make the video for my coming out story oh. and i i just felt like listening to that song it was like you know you're free yeah. I think I think the first one that comes in mind for me is um, Beyonce's "I Am Here." I oh, love that Beyonce. song. Uh, yeah, listen, I'm a stan. Yeah, 100%. Beehive. <laughs> yes, Beehive all day. Um, I am here. I'm gonna have to play it for you. We're done, but it's um, I probably know it. But yeah, it's just a. I think that would be the theme song. My model that I live by. You know, I really want to leave a legacy. I, I don't want to. You know, I want to yeah. be known for something that I did something, even if it's just this. You know, positive res representation for our black gay um, and lesbian community you know I just want to leave a mark so I think that would be the song for me that's a good song very sentimental yeah (laughs) very good um and last question is what advice do you have someone who's on their own queer journey (laughs) I would say to um know yourself and be okay with yourself first um, don't feel like you have to just come out there and come out the closet or what have you. Um, because at least in my opinion, my sexuality is only just a small piece of me. Um, your sexuality, you know, doesn't have to define you. It doesn't have to make who you are as a whole. So, you know, be okay with yourself first, love yourself, even those ugly parts. And then, you know, whatever anyone else doesn't accept, you know, it'll, you'll be okay with it yeah for sure I, I agree with what you you stole my words though i was gonna say definitely <laughs> definitely you have to love yourself first <laughs> you know and i'm still on my own journey because I'm, I'm still trying to get past all the stuff that i've been going through or went through in life and so i i have to love myself first so i think loving yourself first would be that that journey that that's something that you need to do and try to get some help you know i i definitely feel like counseling I, I need some kind of counseling and or find somebody in the community or somebody that you can trust to talk to mm-hmm. you know get it out because that, that that does help yeah, build your own community for sure 100 yeah. for sure 
Yeah, no, that's great. Those are those are brave, both great tools. And I'm an advocate for therapy. I definitely think therapy is a great tool um, for anybody yeah. who, you know, feels like they need that gap filled. Um, go on and work that stuff out. Um, well, awesome, man. This is uh, another, you know, great, great conversation um, that I believe is going to truly help some people. Um, tell the people where they can find you guys. Yes. So Instagram at Happily Ever Hodge. YouTube, Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, and Jordan, oh, just yes. regular Jordan on YouTube. Oh, are you going to tell them we're going to switch it up? Rebranding coming soon. Rebranding <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Everything. All right. Good, man. Well, this is another episode of the Queerly Black Show. Y'all already know I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one.